and good morning. Welcome to my podcast, The Need to Read. I'm your host, Lauren Sandoval. Today, we're going to talk about an important topic that should be plaguing the educational world. Our topic today is multicultural literature. I've chosen a book that I believe is awesome and would be a great book to include in a reading selection for a classroom. So stick around and listen to get the details. So today I'm looking at a book, Lompopo, a Red Riding Hood story from China by Ed Young. Ed Young translated and illustrated this book. Of course, by the title, you can see the tales from China and it's a children's book. One thing I love about the book is the fact that it's a folktale. Now, why does that make it special, you may ask? Well, because we see folktales in many cultures. I always love reading folktales from different cultures. One of my favorites would be Native American folktales, but I do say this one absolutely takes a slice out of the winter cake for me. The thing I love about folktales is many times we see a variety of versions across the different cultures, and Little Red Riding Hood is one of those folktales. It has many versions, but we'll get back to that later. Let's start with a little summary, shall we? So Lon Popo is a version of Little Red Riding Hood, as we stated. It's about three sisters who live in China. We have Shang, Tayo, and Pucha. Then we have a mom who was there for a short second, who is going to visit their grandma named Popo for her birthday. Now, of course, the mother has some words of wisdom for the three girls, and that's to be good like all moms say. And to remember to close the door tight at sunset and latch it well. As one would expect, sometimes someone watches the mother leave and it happens to be the big bad wolf. The wolf pretends to be the grandmother Popo. Of course, the children question the grandmother at the door, but the slick wolf has answers for everything, such as, why is your voice so low? Eventually, the naughty wolf gains entry to the house, but blows out the candle to try to hide its identity. At bedtime, that's when things get a little hairy, pun intended. The oldest Shang starts noticing the wolf-like characteristics, and being the oldest takes action. She lights a candle and notices this isn't Popo, but a wolf. So, of course, the trickster gets tricked. They tell the wolf about a delicious, magical ginkgo tree that grows the most delicious nuts. They entice him with saying the ginkgo skins are baby skin soft. Well, they go to the tree, of course, climb it. But poor Popo, aka the wolf, tells him how brittle he is. They inform him that the magic doesn't work unless plucked by the person. They convince him to climb into a basket they would hoist him up. Of course, here comes the trick. They dropped him three times. Eventually, the wolf dies on the third drop and the children are now safe. They go in and have a peaceful sleep telling their mom about the whole ordeal the next day. So when the idea comes up to use a multicultural book inside the classroom, there are many questions I ask myself, but today I'm just going to go over two for you and they are what makes the author 
and the illustrator background, including expertise for writing within the culture, and what are the benefits to the students? Well, first, Ed Young knocked the illustrations out of the park. Now, I'm not a concierge, but the pictures are absolutely beautiful. Um, just reading his biography, he finds inspiration in the philosophy of Chinese paintings. He is an illustrator for over 80 children's books, 17 of which he has written. He also holds a catacote medal. I know I just messed that up. He uh, was born in Tiestin, China. He grew up in Shanghai and he moved to Hong Kong. He actually came to the United States with a student's visa with a dream to pursue architecture, but learned his passion was in art. He is very invested in detail and very dedicated to getting the accuracy of the story, especially when it comes to his art. Now, in certain books, such as this one, he is retelling a story already written or passed down by mouth, so it's accurate in a sense since the story has been passed down. Um, he always really likes capturing the style and the subject and the pictures that are accurate to the Chinese culture. His main goal is to capture the reader and spread awareness of cultures. Now that we have covered the expertise Ed holds, what about the benefits for the students? First, he gets inspiration from other Chinese art and the stories are from the Chinese culture. Second, since this is a folklore that has been told through so many cultures, it allows the students to compare and contrast, pick details, and learn about different cultures through the folklores. It shows them how they're alike and different. Also, it has some great morals for it. The ones I picked up on are one, listen to your mother or parent. Two, always question people's intentions. They seem a little fishy, be sharp-eyed, ask questions. Think outside the box when faced with problems. Protect the people around you. And I'm sure I could think of many more as well as everyone else out there listening. Another benefit for students is there are so many lessons that can be used with this book. The activities are almost endless. Finally, folk wars, in my opinion, are the heart of many cultures. Well, that's it for the podcast, The Need to Read. Hope you enjoyed this educational book summary. And don't forget to check out the book, Lompopo, a Red Riding Hood story from China. Thank you.